Blog Talk Radio. I was trying to think. Um... It's IWS Radio featuring Buddy Acapella, Guy on Your Dick, Slider Ballscock, Kirk Douglas. Bobby Kraft, Malcolm Eckstein, Meditations by Martin, Reverend Moneymaker, Dixie Ozark, Drew Peacock, Paul Pyatt, and Stubby Stonehenge. Special guest star, Schmoop, with musical guests, Reverend Jim and the Wiccans. Huramina, Terramina, Falamina, Halo, Huramina, Terramina, Hala, Mala, Go. And now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J-Man. Hola, and welcome once again to another exciting edition of I'm With Stupid, a.k.a. IWS Radio. This is the J-Man, coming to you live from uh, luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and sitting over there a little ways, a few hundred miles to my north-northeast is a man who will play any game you want to play and do it well. The Mat Man, bitches. Coming up next, a man gets more than he bargained for when he falls in love with another man's wife. Cheers! Greetings! And welcome to I'm With Stupid. This is the Mat Man coming to you live from the Palatial Digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. And I'm just glad to play, be here and play some games with the J-Man and all of you today. How are you today, J-Man? Wonderful. You sound a lot different this week. Yes, I do, don't I? What's up with that? Do I sound? Do I sound sexier? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. We'll go with that. We'll We'll go with sexier. Yeah, ditched ditch the old telephone and went high-tech. Got the headset out, and BTR's got this new feature where you can dial in directly. Mm-hmm. So Hit the button and... Hit the, the button. Yes. I'm in the there host seat. I'm in the hot seat. And my chair has a broken arm, but other than that... <laughs> you are tethered. Feels comfortable. I am tethered. I don't know if I like this. Yeah, if I seem a little antsy today, people, it's this new tethering thing. Yeah, no, no pacing. Well, maybe just like no, I don't. two two steps one side, two steps the other. But yeah, I, yeah, I got about four feet. Yeah, yeah, can't cover a lot of ground, but yeah, a little bit. Maybe you could do some, you know, some aerobics march in place. You know, a little high step type stuff. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> I, I may do that. <laughs> All right. So uh, we got a pretty good crowd. It's wandered into the chat room already. I I see that. Lots of guests wandering into yeah. the number one comedy show on Blog Talk Radio. Damn right. And J-Man, Damn did right. you notice this morning in the major category of entertainment, we are number 10 
Wow. Number That's 10 out of 14,000 plus shows. On the big board, Top number 10. 10. That's right. Number, number 10 on your scorecard, number one in your heart. Word. Yep. And uh, we want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring us this week. Yes. That was very nice of them. Yeah, beginning at midnight tonight through all day tomorrow. If you go to their homepage, uh, you'll see us as a staff pick. Yeah. Damn right. Pretty excited about that. Yeah, pick of the staff. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so we got that going for us. We got that going we for us. We do have that going for yeah. And we need to and we need to say hello and welcome to our favorite Canadian who is here with us. Yes, she is the lovely Jamie. How you doing? Oh yeah. I had a Molson ice the other night in her in her honor. Did you? How did how'd that go? For yeah, you? It, was, it was pretty good. I had never had one before. We just started carrying that at the beer mine. Which oh, you can find in Bagwine, Ohio, at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road. Yep. You're expanding your, uh, your inventory today. there. Yeah. Yeah. Stop by there today. 11 to 7. See old uh, Billy the Kid. Yeah. Stop by and uh, give him a lot of shit. He likes it that way. <laughs> yeah, but don't give him too much. He's got an itchy trigger finger. <laughs> and, and if you could... Dig around for that exact change. He enjoys that, too. He does. Yeah. <laughs> and ask for something Feels exotic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a zag nut bar. <laughs> Feels like we're kind of off to a slow start, and I know why that is, Jamie. Why is that? I'm just... I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> you're, you're discombobulated, aren't you? I, have to, I you wouldn't believe. I wish I had a. I wish I could show you the look on my face right now. <laughs> instead of pacing, instead of pacing, I'm like doing the church thing with your fingers over and over. I, <laughs> Jesus, give me the heebie-jeebies sitting here. <laughs> this might be a one-time only <laughs> experiment. No, 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 because. It, no, because it does sound better, I think. And uh, Jamie could chime in and see if it if that sound better, of course, because she's heard me on the well, phone on here. I just uh, yeah, but she's gonna she's gonna say you do show. because yeah, but she's gonna say you do because she's a, a Canadian, which means that she's always nice and pleasant and well, upbeat yeah. about things. That's true. That's true. So, well, I'm sure somebody <sighs> somewhere along the way this week will will let us know that we suck. General. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. I don't like sycophants. I don't like sycophants. <laughs> tell, tell us like it is. That's right. So, okay. I'll try to simmer down, and uh, maybe I could do that by just asking you, how the hell are you, Jay? How was your, how was your weekend? I'm, I'm, doing, thing, but... I'm doing just fine. It was, it was a long week, kind of a difficult week, but I uh, uh, got through it. Uh, for those of you who uh, haven't been paying attention, uh, Nanakrita passed away on Tuesday of this week 
95 years old. Had a great life. Great run. 95 years. Woo. And uh, we had the uh, we did visitation on Thursday, the funeral on Friday. A lot of family time. A lot of family time there. And uh, well, that can be good or bad. <laughs> a lot of a lot of potential uh, potential for disaster lurked around every corner, but uh, uh-huh. a lot of pitfalls. But uh, we uh, made it through. Made it through. Didn't get too awkward at any at any one time. Just okay. trying to be careful. Yeah, you know, try to be careful. You try to, you know, measure your words carefully. You don't want to say the mm-hmm. stupid. And, uh, you know, worked out. Worked out. Didn't drop no, the casket. We didn't. We, Excellent. There was well. I tell you what. We had. There was one opportunity to do so, but uh, made it. Got through it. Uh, we were carrying it around. You know, they got they put the tent up. You know. Right. And, and the grave, you know, under the tent there. And as we were coming around, guy carrying on the other side, Steve, uh, mm-hmm. cutting the corner a little close, almost ran us right into the uh, to the, the the rope and the stake there that holding the tent up, and <laughs> had to step around that. That wouldn't. I don't. I don't. I don't think there would have been anything funny at all about us uh, tripping over that. No, no, not at all. I, I sure you Nana Creta would not have found anything funny about it. that kind of break in decorum. was not something she found humorous. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, she had a great sense of humor until, you know, formal situations. And then oh, she okay. did not expect you to, yeah. she expected you to, you know, act accordingly. Yes. <laughs> Which you always did and, around her. No oh, doubt. Of course. Absolutely. Probably the only person around whom you do that. <laughs> and my hair looked fantastic. It held cut. up all those hours, didn't it? Held up all day long, even in the wind. It still looked tremendous. Got it cut on Wednesday. She did a great job. Whatever her wow. name is. Give her a shout out. <laughs> shout out to the to Classic Cuts. Is that the name of the place? <laughs> I had the barber shop there in the in the outside part of the world's saddest mall here in Redneckville. <laughs> hey, and uh shout out to Vicky Chats, who is in the chat Vicky room. Vicky Chats is in the chat room, yep. So So uh so anyway, Vicky yeah, Chats. we did the Oh sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying. I was just, I was just checking out oh. Vicky Chats here, growing up in Gaza, learning about the pa- Palestine and the stories of those who are in Gaza and young people there. That's great. Nice show, Vicky. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. And she plays Yahtzee. I love Yahtzee. Yahtzee's a great game. We're going to get into that here in a and little she, bit. Yeah, see here, I want to give her one of these. She just walks right into the, walks right into the chat room and immediately goes right on to topic. How on unbelievable topic. is that? How, how often she does that come in? Never. Right. Didn't come in promoting herself. Didn't come in talking about something you know out of the left field. Yeah. Vicky is ob- she's obviously a professional at this. We appreciate that. Obviously. Yes. 
So, yeah. so anyway, we had the funeral Friday, uh-huh. and it was uh, it was it was it was nice. It was great. Open casket for uh, visitation, mm-hmm. which is, I'm not a not a fan of, but it you know it's her call. That's what she <laughs> wanted. So, <laughs> and we uh, they're on a visitation on uh, Thursday. Uh, yes. My cousin Travis suddenly realized that all the grandkids were there, and it's pretty rare that we're all in one spot. So uh, he decided we needed to uh, to get a picture with all of us there together. Mm, oh, boy. Oh, and, oh boy. <laughs> and when he said that, uh, Susan, my other cousin, says, what, do you want us to gather around Nana Krita over here? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that would have made for a been... great moment on, on awkwardfamilyphotos.com right there. Uh-huh. You could have even given her a football, like you given her the game ball. <laughs> the game ball of life. Uh-huh. <laughs> but instead, we moved over, you know, and kind of into the corner and got the old grandkids photo. So that worked out okay. Well, that's always nice. Yeah, that was nice. If not, no, we're not. Yeah. A little, a little weird, but still, it was okay. <laughs> so and then of course oh visitation oh we, we were there all the way to the bitter end you know my family is full of lingerers matt They're oh lingerers. god yeah you know at any kind of get together they just kind of even they're you know like they're they all got their coats on they're on the way out the door but they're still just standing there and yakking oh uh-huh. boy I used to be married, well, I, you know, I was still quasi-married to uh, to a family like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, and especially around door. this time of year, they, they get even exponentially worse about that. Oh, right. Yes. Go ahead. So it all went well. Well, yeah, everything went went, went fine. Relative. Yeah, yeah. Then, uh, of course, then after that, you know, did the uh, the graveside service, and then the lingerers lingered around there for a long time too. Were they waiting on a surprise of sorts or what? I don't know. I don't really know. I could even even the funeral director looked like he was getting a bit antsy, like you know, okay, it's over, folks. <laughs> Show's uh, over. You don't have to go home. Brandon, another body. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all ran. I went over to uh, Aunt Aunt Judy, Uncle David's house, and hung out. And luckily, mm-hmm. uh, we're not one of those families that everybody just sits there and you know. It's all morbid and crying and maudlin and stuff like that. We That's good. That's good. Yeah. We had a good time. A lot, lot of kids. Had, I had my fill of screaming kids for yeah. a year, <laughs> I think. Kids age two to eight, running around, screaming, yelling, uh-huh. demanding, demanding things. Very demanding. Feed me. Huh. Right. <laughs> Give me water. I'm thirsty. Needy, needy little Logs creatures. <laughs> yeah, you were there being good and 
when you really wanted to just scream out. No, God, please, no, no, <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, that's good of you. Yeah, so, anyway. Is that right? Is that right? All right. Well, here's the Nana Krita. Great woman. I do have to say, though, Jay, you mentioned your haircut. Yeah, here it comes. Here it comes. Well, now you have the mane of a lion, but, you know, last week I mentioned that I really needed to shave my head because I was starting to look like Richard and or Oral Roberts. Mm-hmm. Well, I never got around to that, and I really needed I need to shave my head today. Because, you know, you know what I look like now? It's gone beyond that. I look like one of those guys that grows every bit of hair that he does still have long. So people <laughs> won't notice that he's really bald. It's gotten to that uh-huh. point. I look like a, can, a simple can you Can you do a comb over, a comb up, something like that? No, I don't want to. I didn't want it to get to this point. I really got to buzz my noggin today. Uh-huh. That sounded kind of hot, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so you need to do that in private now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll wait till the show's over. <laughs> do you use the clippers or do you use a razor or both? I've got this beard trimmer thing, and it's got a big blade for the head. Zzzm, it takes me five mm-hmm. minutes. That's why. Does it now? Yeah. Yeah, five minutes. All right, then. I, I do it by myself, no help. Even though I can't freshly, see the back, I can feel it. Yep, you have a freshly mowed head. That's right. So hopefully, if I stay sober enough, I'll I'll get to that later <laughs> today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you want to be. I should you stay know. sober because I was hungover this morning. Why were you hung over this morning? Well, I went to a little soiree at uh, my brother Party Marty's house, lead singer of the Dreamboats. Mm-hmm. Uh, his birthday's Thursday. It'll be this coming Thursday, so they had a party for him last night. Ah. And we, the Schmoopster and I were only there two hours. Uh, but, man, that you talk about some concentrated partying. <laughs> we put a lot into that, too. <laughs> so, so you got Schmoop out in public, did you? Schmoop went out in public in her party pants, J-Man. In her par- well, if you're going to go in public, you need to wear the party pants. Exactly. So, By it was way, a good time. Had they had a big bond, big bonfire, and um, I could have taken a lot of nice pictures, but I forgot my camera. So, right. Yeah. Well, there would be no incriminating evidence then. No, we did. We did. There was a little ritual, little ritual being performed at the party last night. You would have had fun. You would have participated with us. You know, unfortunately, my brother, Party Marty, was after 27 years of dedicated service to a particular company, he was unceremoniously let go last Friday. That is unacceptable, right there. Yeah. And uh, he did a lot of good for that company. In fact, there was a big, big article in the, the local paper yeah, some time ago. Uh, 
how he saved 20 jobs, kept them here in Springfield and all that, and they laminated all that and put it on a nice plaque. It was down in their bar. Well, they brought it out last night and laid it up against a tree in their backyard, and all the men were encouraged to to piss on it. <laughs> and then, right before Snoop and I left, Marty picked it up and threw it in the bonfire. It was classic. Now, outstanding. There would have been uh, bullet holes in it here in here in this area of the country. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it was a good time. It was both a birthday party and a and an go through U 1807 Pleasant Street mofos. <laughs> that sounds like a street gang. Like a what? It sounds like a street gang. The 1807s. The 1807s, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, in front of you know, when he threw that into the into the fire, did he flash a few gang signs, or did he just <laughs> flash that one simple un- <laughs> sign? <laughs> he may have flashed some, but they were unintentional because he had already been uh, drinking his sorrows away by that point. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Everything was cool, Jay. We were going to be out of there a half hour earlier until some middle-aged guy actually started yelling, Shots! Shots! Let's do some shots! <laughs> Why did middle-aged men and women standing around doing shots of apple pie and Maker's Mark. What, some apple pie moonshine? Yeah, in fact, I, I got... I re- speaking of games, which we'll get in here minutes away. Um, I was sent home with a lovely parting gift by uh, Party Marty's wife from Party Marty's wife. A big old mason jar of apple pie moonshine. Nice. I'll take a picture of it later and put it up for your viewing consumption. Pour it over your vanilla ice cream and you'll just be having a piece of apple pie and ice cream. Just like a good American mm-hmm. would. Yeah, Damn right. Is it Old Smoky? What's the brand? Uh, it's it's homemade. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. I know. But that burns the hairs on your toes. <laughs> no, I, this stuff is so smooth. It's really good. Well, good. Apple pie moonshine just sounds good. I mean, it just sounds good. It does. And, you know, and I was thinking last night while I was at the party, I thought, you know, this is kind of funny. For once, Jay was in funeral mode, and I was at a party. (laughs) Like, for once, during all these years together, our roles have for once been reversed. They have been. But... And we we talked about this. Um, once again, a family member has uh, passed away on us, but done so on a Tuesday, ensuring that she would not uh, interfere with the uh, broadcast of this show. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. For those so. of you who have never listened to the, for those of you who have never listened to the show before, Jay and I would appreciate. If you're a friend or family member of he uh-huh. or I, that you you die early in the week, 
so we can get it right. all out of the way, and then we have time to do the show on Sunday. So. Right. We, you know, we can we can mourn, we can do the visitation, the funeral, the family time, and then we can do the show, which, of course, we will talk about the uh, funeral and family time and stuff and gives us some material but doesn't get in the way of the show. And she was a very considerate <laughs> woman like that. She was. Yeah. yeah. Also passed away here. I mean, 64 degrees and sunny on Friday. You couldn't ask for anything mm-hmm. more than that. Unlike mm-hmm. uh, my dad, who, uh, you know, we had a nice little <laughs> snowstorm after he died. That was great. Thanks. Uh-huh, as did mine. Yeah. December 27th, as we carried his slight body and slide the casket up a 80-degree <laughs> on snow and ice in dress shoes. Uh-huh. Well, that reminds me. I, I want to give a shout-out to the uh, family member. You know, we all we all wore our Sunday best. Well, most of us wore our Sunday best. I, you know, <laughs> a couple of them wore, I guess, the best pair of jeans they had. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a... Was it accompanied with a uh, Molly Hatchet T-shirt as well? No, no, no. But uh, it was the best pair of Dickies he had, and uh, and his nice hoodie, the nice hoodie. So, well, wow, there you go. All right. So, well done. Thanks for thanks for uh, getting dressed up, guys. There I was in my tie and jacket, being respectful, being formal. Mm-hmm. I know how you are about a tie and a jacket. You can't you, you can't go tieless. No, 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 no. Kind of look proper, especially you know when your hair looks as good as mine did. Yeah, I'm sure it did. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I I think you bring up your great head of hair just to be hurtful. <laughs> Not being passive aggressive about it at all. I'm just. No. I'm just proud. I'm just proud of it. It's my best feature. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> well, pride's a sin, Mister. <laughs> yes, it is. And uh, we need to do a shout out real quick, Matt, to okay. a couple of uh, a couple of good friends. And by good friends, I mean hot, hot friends. We need to give a shout out to uh, Miss Sioni and Jeanette. Who weathered the storm in the Philippines. Along with Lisa. Lisa. Along with Yeah, even Lisa, even though she defriended me on Facebook. That's okay. I still care. <laughs> well then we'll just give her half a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I still I just didn't see her shout out. I still care. And uh Okay. I'm glad that they all were able to uh to make their way through the storm. And unscathed, and they're still with us. That makes me happy. Yeah, because that was a that Special. was a nasty, nasty typhoon a, there. Yeah, cyclone, typhoon, whatever. Yeah. So. Oh, and and a birthday shout out, Jamie, to the lovely Dawn Mystery Chick. Celebrating Ooh. a birthday today. Yeah. Well, happy birthday to you, babe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And one of Nurse Sherry's daughters is celebrating her birthday as well. Big day, big day. You know, the daughter that couldn't quite all the way come through with the uh, the deal. But, you know, yeah. happy yeah. birthday huh. nonetheless. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we still care. Happy birthday. Oh, we hope it's a exactly. great one. All right. So, so I think we're ready to get into this. Yeah, because I was going to say, you know, with all the kids around and the family around, hanging out, did you guys uh, happen to play any games, any parlor games, any board games, kind of pass the time through the No. <laughs> no, All we right. didn't. We didn't get out the games. Um, it probably would have been a complete disaster if we had those kids. Now, I don't know what they were doing downstairs. When the, when the kids went downstairs, God only knows what they got into. Oh, my but, uh, God. They might have been playing some, some games. They might have played tag or pin the tail on the donkey or doctor. I don't know. Uh, in the <laughs> I think there's a uh, pool table down there, maybe a foosball table, something like that. Uh, oh, I like foosball. Yeah, I mean, so they, they might have been having a good time with that. That's and, good. Uh, had the Cartoon Network on, keep them occupied. Yeah. But uh, we do, though, a lot of times when we go over there, play board games, uh Aunt Judy, Uncle David enjoyed playing games. We always had a little family game night. And we go over there. Really? Yeah, different games like categories or Trivial Pursuit. Love oh, Trivial Pursuit. I do too. Love I had forgotten about the categories. Oh, yeah. Excellent mm-hmm. game. Maybe yeah, a little Pictionary. We, we One of my <laughs> favorites of all time. Well, I'm not particularly good at it. Now, and, and getting out Nana Krita, you know, may, may she rest in peace, but uh, everything she drew looked like a Brillo pad. <laughs> 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 but you know what? And the funny thing about it is that she's, she's really a very good artist. She's really an artist. She's a painter, and she could draw. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, in Pictionary, everything she got, you know, it was, it was cloudy. It looked like a big cloud or a Brillo pad or something like that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, growing up all through school, people would make fun of me for doodling all the time in class, and then they'd make fun of me later in life at at staff meetings for doodling. Why are you doodling? And I would always say, you want to throw down some Pictionary? That Uh doodling paid off, let me tell you. You kick some ass at Pictionary. Darn right, baby. And old I like Vicky that, you know, life. I like the, the challenge. Vicky likes it. I like Vicky. Hell yeah. If Vicky likes it, then you know it's yeah. good stuff. Oh, right there, baby. But, oh, yeah. We, we always said, and you know, I, well, I tell you what, uh, I played, you know, my sister, Kelly, is she has a master's degree in English and uh we played Scrabble many, many years ago, and I beat mm-hmm. her, and I beat her, really? and uh, she wasn't particularly happy about that, and I have never <laughs> played her again, because <laughs> huh. she, she's been looking for revenge on the Scrabble board, and I'm 
just not willing to <laughs> go there. <laughs> now, now you didn't have any aids or methods and ways to cheat like you do on Words with Friends, do you, Jamie? <laughs> oh, God, you are so sad. Your, your <laughs> ego just your ego just can't take that ass whooping. Well, when you come up with words, word with word like T Q I. Oh yeah, I knew what that was. Oh, come on now. Sure. Played it all my life. It's it's it's, it's a legit word in Scrabble. You don't have and to really know the word. You did. I, oh, it doesn't matter. I don't have to know what it means. All I have to know is that it's a legal word. That's how the game works. Okay. Yeah. My favorite was the way you'd play a word that would end right before the triple word box so that I could put an S on it and another word and get two triple words. Because <laughs> it's a math game. Scrabble, Words with Friends, it's actually a math game. That's It's sneaky about that. It's not really a word game. Matt, are you there? Okay. Yes, Jay. That was the first. That was the first time I had to use my cough button on my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have an uncanny way of saying something funny just as I'm inhaling <laughs> my cigarette. It just comes natural. Uh huh. Yeah, Scrabble's a good game. Love Scrabble. Yeah, it's all right. Good game. I, I've played a lot of Words with Friends and Scrabble on Facebook, but uh, I'm uh, currently uh, not playing games on Facebook. So, taking some time off from the Facebook games here in the holidays. I was playing a lot of games You're with more uh, Miss, Miss Jamie. Yes. And uh, i got a few games I'd like to play with her. Oh, that's right. Got that right. And uh, playing some words with friends with uh, Miss Warrior Cat, my BFF. How you doing? And other people. And maybe some dice with buddies. But those are fun games. But they can be time-consuming, a little addictive. Got to watch out for Yeah. That. I'm just really not into the games. I used to play games all the time. On the computer, I just I don't play any. Yeah, no, with other people or just myself, like you know, golf games and stuff like that. You players, I just don't do any of that. I'm an old there's man. A, <laughs> there's a pool game, an online pool game, and an online curling game. I play both of those Ooh. every once in a while. That's that's pretty fun. And uh, every once in a while, speaking of Miss Warrior Cat, we have uh, gotten online and playing some Uno. Yeah, you know, where you you get on Google Chat and then you go into Facebook and play Uno and you can talk and play games and have some snacks and it's just you know yeah it's fun. It's not the same as we used know, to play in the same room, but it's still good. It's still fun. Wow. I was going to say, growing up, we played Uno. Four or five of us, we played Uno quite often. I like that game. Yeah. I had to I had to read up on the rules before we played. I couldn't remember them. I didn't want to, I didn't want to look I didn't want to look silly out there. I know rules are very important. You can't have a game without rules. Right, but you can 
alter the rules if everyone agrees to, though. You can. Or In or fact, are you one of those people that says, oh, no, we must play exactly by the rules and no deviation whatsoever? Well, it's funny you mention that, Jay, because I have a little blurb about Monopoly um, that touches on both of those subjects. Okay. You've been playing Monopoly all wrong. It shouldn't be quit your day job in order to finish a single game long. Hey guys, I'm Patrick Jones for Buzz60. I guess someone was actually bored enough to read the instructions. Most people play when you land on a space and can't afford it or just don't want it, nothing happens. But something should. The rules clearly state that if a person decides not to buy a property, it should be auctioned for everyone else to have a shot at. That does two things. It speeds up the purchasing of the land and pushes players to the brink of bankruptcy quicker than waiting for someone to be fed up with the game entirely. Let's face it, a lot of rules get ignored in Monopoly, but who cares? No one likes the rule stickler who harps on everything. It's why no one asks their mother-in-law to play. <laughs> See? Yep. Yeah, I've known people who are the, uh, the you know... The rules police, and uh, they did not like it if we would, you know, like say in Trivial Pursuit, we would play, you know, that if you were in the middle, you could choose whichever color pie piece you would like to try for. And mm -hmm. uh, he would grab the rules and look at it and he goes, it doesn't say that here. No, that's not the way it's played. <laughs> and we're like, okay, you just made the game two hours longer, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, did you know about the auction rule in Monopoly? No, no, no. Had a, had absolutely no yeah. idea about it. Never but played it so. that way. Of course you did. Of course you did. What? You know all these obscure <laughs> <What>? little... <clears throat> you, can't, you know, you don't remember, uh, you know, what you had for dinner last night or <laughs> where your keys are, but you remember these little things. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> But that would speed the game up, read, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would. I'll tell you what, um, back when we were kids, and well, and when we got a little older, like in high school and stuff, and still playing Monopoly, we um, we would play for money. Real like money? Baltic Avenue. Yeah, like Baltic Avenue, it was, I think, $60 to buy. That would be six cents. There you go. Yeah, we would do it that way. Well, we were in high school. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's funny you would mention that because uh, our very own Mr. Bobby Kraft is a big games player, big poker yeah. player, and they played for big wow. stakes when, back when he was in college. Real live money, not chips, money. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we just have him tell us all about his game this playing day? Yes. Hey everybody, Bobby Craft here with another exciting edition of Mild Chatter on IWS Radio. You know, I just love to play games. Oh yeah, it's true. When I was in college. 
We've played marathon games of spades or hearts or, well, usually poker on the weekends. We played for big stakes, too. We played, you know, pennies, nickels, and dimes. Every once in a while, one of those snooty jerks whose parents were both doctors would want to come in there and, you know, play for quarters, and it really pissed me off. When you're not part of the 1%, it's just not easy to bet a whole dollar on the river card when you're playing No Limit Texas Hold'em. Sometimes, if I only had a couple of dollars and couldn't afford to play poker because I needed that money to buy tacos at Taco Bell on the weekend, I would just beat the dealer. I loved being the dealer, though. It was so much fun just sit back and watch everyone else play and study them and, you know, see how they handle pressure. And then I could pick up on some of their tales. By the end of the freshman year, I pretty much had everyone up and cold. Big John would always play with his coins and kind of give this aw shucks attitude when he had good cards. James would read his cards to himself. I could see his lips move. It's pretty hilarious. He'd pick up his cards, you know, real low, and he kind of looked at that, and you could see him kind of whisper to himself, Ten of clubs, two of hearts. Yeah, that kind of helped, you know. Shannon never bluffed. If he played, he had a good hand. And Doug's nipples got hard when he had a good hand. He, he liked to wear them tight muscle t-shirts so it was easy to tell. Late my freshman year, we started playing strip poker a lot. And, you know, that was some fun times, but boy, there's a lot of pressure there. Nobody wanted to be the one sitting around stark-ass naked. Well, actually, I didn't really mind very much because, you know, I'm a naturalist and I like to be naked most of the time. But still, it got kind of awkward every once in a while. What was really fun, though, was when we got girls to play, too. I enjoyed that. Let me tell you, it's hard for someone who's damn near naked to bluff. He hasn't got much to help hide his emotions in that situation. Of course, a lot of the time, girls wanted to stop at taking off their undies. So I proposed a new rule that guys would have to take off our undies if we lost, but the girls could stop with their tops. I mean, it's really no big deal for a guy to be shirtless, but it is for a woman, right? Man, I was just trying to be fair. A lot of the guys accused me of being gay, but truth is I wanted the girls to keep playing, and I wanted to show them my wee-wee. Man, those were some good times right there. A lot of people in the dorm thought we were weird or something, but we didn't care. I mean, it's not like we were going to go, you know, out on dates or be invited to any parties or anything like that on the weekend. So we just had to find other ways to entertain ourselves, and we did it by playing cards and getting naked. For IWS Radio, this has been Bobby Kraft. As always... Bring in the cheese. You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the internet at IWSRadio.com. Good old Bobby. Yeah, his audio was a little off. This week he was uh, he recorded that in the uh, backup auxiliary studio. <laughs> oh, did he really? Yeah, in the uh, in the uh, microphone headset it wasn't as good as the one in the main studio. Yeah, so, but anyway, he he got it done. Bobby's always there for he did. you. Yeah, always, always bringing always, always willing to get naked too for you. He's he's kind of thing mm. about that. Yeah, I'm sure he does. He's probably he, he's probably posted naked selfies online all over the place. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can't wait until those come to the surface. <laughs> is there? I wonder if there's a is there a naked selfies Tumblr yet? There's got to be, right? 
There's got to be. And if yeah. there's not, I'm sure Bobby Kraft could start it. I was going to say, Bobby just might start one up if there isn't. Or he could just call yeah. Drew Peacock, so. Yeah, we'll do that too. So uh, how intense did game night get there in Bagwine? Were you guys, you know, I mean, did you guys kind of relax and just play game and have fun, or were you a bunch of killers? Oh, we were all killers. Everyone I played games with. Got to win. Got to win. I think it all started. Ultra competitive. Got, it all started, at least for, you know, Party Marty and I. Cause, uh, it all came from my mom who would cheat at Euchre. My, you know. <laughs> would she saint, now? Saintly. Yeah, my saintly <laughs> Catholic mom. Everything was a game to her, and she was going to win. And you wouldn't know it from just talking to her every day, but when it came to a game, she had to win. Now, how, how would she if, cheat at Euchre? Ah, uh, cards would appear out of nowhere that she needed. <laughs> she was kind of <laughs> she was kind of like, hey, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Uh-huh. Now, was she, did she, you know, was that her, was she a magician? She could, you know, cards appear out of her sleeve or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, we never knew where they came from. She was that good. <laughs> well, see, that's pretty impressive. And then she would feign like, well, how did that get, ah, uh, or she, you know, didn't know a rule quite exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, Felt like maybe maybe a couple of rules were open to interpretation. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love those people, who, even if they're not, you know, cheating, you know, people who are just, you know, super lucky at cards. And mm-hmm. they always pretend to be incredibly surprised when their card comes up. Like you didn't know it was going to happen. <laughs> oh, wow, looky there. <laughs> How about that? Oh, cool. <clears throat> yeah. I play words with friends with people like that. They're like, oh, gosh, look, I just happen to have the word quiz that I can play on a triple word score and the Q on a triple letter. I don't know how uh-huh. that happened. I'm so <laughs> lucky. Yeah, we were we were you know, yeah, semi-competitive. You know, we were, you know we would play, have a good time. Yeah, try to win, but you know, yeah, a lot of laughter, a lot of laughing, a lot of joking around. Oh sure, there was that. A lot of a lot of needling of each other. Got to needle each other. Got to talk some smack. That's right. Plus, you know, up here in Ohio in the winter, we play, we played a lot of board games, so tempers grew because you couldn't do anything else. Uh, a little too much closeness. Getting dark at getting dark at five o'clock at the night in the evening. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what we should do? Probably open the phone lines. I would I would think we should open the phone lines and. See who wants to play some games with us. Yeah, who'd like to play some games? What games did you play when you were kids growing up? What games do you play now? You can let us know by calling in on the Big Dick Hotline at 661-244-9852. Boy, I tell you what, i got a lot of Facebook friends who are games players. Really? 
Oh, I threw that out there on Facebook saying what kind of games do you like to play, and it was I on. People it were there. Was. They were <clears throat> playing Pinochle and Parcheesi and mm-hmm. Trivial Pursuit and Canasta. I didn't notice any Gin Rummy players. It's just a fun. Nah. Yeah, I like it is. Canasta. Yeah. It's a nice word. Have... And I, don't, I can't believe we don't have a George Canasta. <laughs> As one of our we may fun. have in the very near future. <laughs> Next week you may be here. <laughs> but oh yeah, there's, everybody was playing games. Not now, like I said, didn't see anybody put gin rummy on there or bridge. And <laughs> I don't think people play bridge like they used to. It used to, you know, it's mostly older people. But I was pretty good at it. What little I played. Really, I've never, I've never played bridge. I wasn't great, wasn't incredible at it, but I wasn't bad at it. Now, Mom, the J-Mom, could play some bridge. She was good. Mm-hmm. She enjoyed playing it, and she would. they would have big bridge get-togethers. And, hell, they were so serious, I don't even think they brought food to that party. I think they just got there with their cards. Oh. And, uh-huh. That is, that is serious. Yep. Whoever was hosting, it you is. know, they had to have... Hey, whoever was hosting had to go out and buy a whole new decks of cards, and they, the uh, the little thing couldn't be broken. The seal couldn't be broken. It had to be a brand-new deck just to make sure nobody was marking the cards or taking any chances. <laughs> now, is that the one that has east, west, north, south? Yeah, basically. And, okay. the, and somebody lays down the what you know the dummy hand, and then you, you're... You're bidding. I bid three Am clubs. Isn't no more Sharif like a bridge expert or something? Yes, he's a, he's one of the best bridge players in the world. Yeah, a great bridge That's player. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if it's good enough for Omar Sharif, hell, sure. it's good enough. Should for be us. good enough for anyone. Heck That's yeah. right. But uh, yeah, mom used to play all back when she was in college. When she was supposed to be in class, she'd be down at the student union playing bridge. <laughs> We're big euchre but players I, up here in the. Yeah, you know, I've never even never played it. Never, I don't even know what the. How do you play euchre, Matt? Uh, badly. Oh no. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It's funny. It's a kind of a regional game confined to. <clears throat> excuse me, Ohio, West Virginia, and Indiana. Oh really? Yes. You should Google that. It's kind of hard to explain over the radio. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, apparently it's a uh, card game of some sort. Yes. Yes, it is. You play it with a regular deck Quite of cards? Not, oh, yeah. Normal yeah. cards. You got bars. You got the left bar and the right bar. Those are the jacks. Oh. Say, according to Wikipedia, it is a trick-taking card game. Exactly. That's that's what your points are. How many tricks you can take? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's kind of that's like bridge. That's that's what they call them. They call is them tricks. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. Turning tricks in the corner, in the dark. Mm-hmm. And all of this that, it so. says it. It is. I bet you have. It says the game is responsible it was, it was for introducing It was back when I was young and needed the money, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> I know. I understand. I understand. 
We've all done things we're not proud of. (laughs) Exactly. It says that it's the game that's responsible for introducing the Joker to modern card packs. How about that? Invented around 1860. But you don't use the Joker in Euchre. (laughs) If you say so. Oh, that's all. You don't. Closely related to the French game Écarté. Yeah. Oh. Well, now I don't. Popularized in the United States by the Cornish and the Pennsylvania Dutch. Yes. Oh, there. That makes sense. Since I told you it was kind of a regional thing here. Okay then. Looks. It looks. It just looks fascinating. It looks like a. And that's the game I was alluding to that my mom would always cheat. <laughs> Always have her uh, an ace or something if mm-hmm. she needed it. What about poker? You ever play much poker? We used to play, and that's sad. I, I do miss that because most of our Marty's friends and my friends, we'd all play poker together. Most of those guys have moved away, so yeah, I miss playing poker. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not very good at it. I like. Uh, Texas hold them, but I, mm-hmm. I don't like it when they start getting too complicated, you know. Jack yeah. and Deuce is wild and all this, you know. High low. We would typically play. We would play typically when playing poker. We'd use deuces and trays wild. Oh, okay. Yeah, we usually we usually just played regular Texas hold them, and somebody would be the dealer. Then everybody else would play. Then we'd switch off. Other people being the dealer. And it was great when you were the dealer. It gave you more time to drink. Because everybody was, you know. <laughs> well, you know, you'd be sitting there. You'd, you know, put the three cards out, you know, in the flop. Mm. And everybody would start studying it. And you could just sit there and have a beer. Mm-hmm. While everybody was trying to be all, you know, pale-faced. Mm-hmm. About everything. We, used to, we used to play a game called baseball too. Three, it was like a seven card stud, seven card stud kind of thing. Oh, okay. or threes and nines were wild, yeah. And we played spades. Spades was the big game when I was in school, when I was in college. People had stopped playing bridge and they started playing spades, which is kind of similar. Some similarities yeah. there. You're bidding and taking tricks, but boy, man, we had people that cheated like you wouldn't believe in that game. We had a big, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we had a big, uh, uh, big uh, scandal. They had a, a spades yeah. tournament. The dorm, the dorm that I lived in, and the uh, the 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 one right next to it. I lived in Holcomb and Futural Futural Hall was next to it, and uh, so we had a big uh, spades tournament in. Uh, one of the guys, and he was an RA too, a man in position of you know responsibility and authority. Oh, is, that's not that's not good. Yep, and he and his girlfriend got uh, got caught cheating, and uh, they had little uh, codes they were trying to throw out to each other. Uh, people. Yeah. people were smart. People were on the lookout for that kind of thing, and. Uh, and it was a big scandal and blew up the whole game. And they denied it. 
People were hurt. People were hurt, Matt. <laughs> I don't like that. Disappointed, sad, you know, ruined game night for us. Well, see, cards are cards can be the devil's work, devil's playground even. They can be. They absolutely In can fact, be. Jay, I see we uh, we lost Vicky. Vicky has decided lost. to leave us, but that's that bye, okay. Vicky. That's okay. But Card yes, playing, yes. Jay, Card playing. It can could be. Uh, it can lead to this. It can lead to this, J-Man. It can lead to trouble. Pop-O-Matic, pop the dice, pop a six and you move twice. Trouble, trouble, that's the name of Conan's Pop-O-Matic game. Move your men around the track and try to send the others back. Here comes Sally, look out, Jack. You've got trouble, you go back. Trouble's fun for dad and mother and sis can trouble her mean old brother. Trouble, trouble, that's the name of Conan's Pop-O-Matic game. With Pop-O-Matic, board and pegs. Trouble. By Conan. Never played that game. Do you remember it though? No. Really, I don't. Really? Yeah. Ah. I don't remember that. I played that before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we played games like Shoots and Ladders, Life. Did you say Shoots and Ladders? Something like that. Sheets and ladders. Here's a game about climbing up and sliding down. It's called Shoots and Ladders. You can land on something good, like rescuing a kitten in a tree. Ah, you're going up, up, up the ladder. Or land on break the cookie jar. First one to climb to 100 wins. Shoots and Ladders really has its ups and downs, but mostly it's lots of fun. Shoots and Ladders is a Milton Bradley game. Good times. Good memories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Of course, when we got into college, uh, we played, you know, other games. Games that, uh, you know, that you play as you get grown up. You know, like quarters. Love that game. I love it. Got the old uh, cup beer, you know, and you're... Trying to bounce the quarter into the cup. Yeah, that was a good time. We had, in fact, we had people. I knew so many people that had their own, their special quarter. I mean, they would, they practice <laughs> in their room. You know, you could hear them in there late at night. Ping, 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 you know, that quarter bouncing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Just to make sure they had the right quarter ready to go, in case the game broke mm-hmm. down. And then we played. Have had you ever? Dated to beer pong. Right, beer, yeah, now they're doing beer pong. I don't get it. Uh, quarters is much better. You're right. And flip yeah. cup, have you seen that? Have you seen flip yes. cup? Have you yeah. seen the video of Kate Upton playing flip cup with Jimmy Fallon? Oh, my God. She is awesome at it. Oh, She's well, like I'm the sure best ever. Take the cup and she slammed the beer. And, everything. <laughs> and then, and then she danced. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And every part of her danced (laughs) when she danced. (laughs) Hell, yes. And uh, we played a game called, we played a game called Have You Ever. Did you ever play that game? 
Well, I don't think so. All right. Well, everybody, you've got your 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 drink in front of you, and uh, you go around the table, and you uh-huh. tell everybody something you've never done. Anybody at the table mm-hmm. who's done it has to drink. So you know, uh-huh. I say, you know, well, I I've never had sex with one of my teachers, and somebody would you know grab their cup and drink. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff like that and then we had one girl one time I remember and she didn't quite get the rules she turned it around and said you know basically she played I have and she would tell us things she's done if we haven't done them we would have to drink and then and all of a sudden it wasn't even her turn she yells out I fucked a guy in a bass boat once and we all just sat there and then we're like okay and we drank <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, as the night goes on, the, the rules become even less clear to you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the things that's, you know, if you introduce alcohol to the games you're playing, Whoa. things really could get weird. They could go, mm-hmm. they could go badly. They could go bad. It could be some arguing, some lack of understanding of the situation. People playing out of turn. <laughs> People struggling to count out the money in Monopoly. <laughs> I'm not saying this from experience. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Board games kind of mirror the game of life, don't they, Jamie? <laughs> they do a little bit. They do I made 50000 in the stock market today. I had twins. I went to the poor farm. I'm on Millionaire Acres. That's life. The game of life. The game of life. You will learn about life when you play the game of life. First you start up with 2,000 and a car. I got a car. You got a car. Then you may go straight to college just to get a lot of knowledge. Or to business if you think you'll go as far. I'll be a star. You may go far. The game of life. The game of life. Pay me. I'll get revenge. You'll get revenge. I got revenge. You got revenge. Milton Bradley makes the best games in the world. So play the game of life. That's life. You're listening to I'm Stupid on the DTR Network, and I'm Naked. The old game of life. Uh-huh. Never heard of that. <laughs> Never heard Haven't of that Haven't you really? No. Yeah. What? Is that, a, is that another regional thing there? That that song. You have never played Life. Oh yeah, I played yeah yeah I played Life. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> the game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I tell you what, I don't do, Matt. What? All of these, all of these Facebook games, Farmville, Candy Crush, Mafia uh, Wars, 
No. No, 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 no. Crime scene investigation? No. 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 I will not. I will not do it. I get I get I all the time from people trying to draw me into those games, trying to sucker me in. But you know what? I'm a busy man, Matt. I don't have time for that. I don't. No. <laughs> I don't have time to engage in that kind of frivolity. Exactly. I'll tell you what pisses me off now that you mention that. And because I usually never complain about Facebook or sites like that because they're free. And, you know, if it's free, you got to take – why can't I get the game feed off my timeline? Why do I uh-huh. – uh, there's uh-huh. no way to get rid of it. I agree. I, I, I don't know why. You know, that's the thing. You know, if, if people were allowed to hide their activity – activity uh, uh, line or whatever feed uh-huh. then they could then then you wouldn't see their uh, game playing but it shows up in their activity feed which shows up on the timeline and you can't get rid of it yeah well and there's that little thing on the side of your home page where it says games feed and it always says plus 20 why well, I don't right. like numbers on that well, I hate <laughs> that means that, that you know me, Jay. That, that should be clean. Plus. The whole side should be clean. It should be. It means that you have more than twenty requests to go and play games with people. I don't want to play games. Not those kind of games. No. <clears throat> what kind of games do you want to play? Mahjong. <laughs> I was going to ask you, did anyone, did anyone, that's a fun one to say too, did anyone put that on your Facebook thing when you asked for... Didn't see, yeah, I didn't see that, but the J-Mom, the J- J-Mom plays Mahjong. In fact, oh, we, we got her, oh yes, yeah, she, she, she even got a Mahjong game from Walmart, so she could have new Mahjong games to play. Ah. Bringing through all the ones she could find online. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a little time consuming. I haven't played backgammon in forever. We played it though when I was a kid. Yeah, so, I like that game. Yep. That and we played some dominoes and, and allies. Never played that game. And you you made a kind of a hurtful comment when I mentioned to you that I was a big you always, and allies. You you always want to be the, the Axis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I, I don't know what you meant by that, but I, I don't really either. I think just, I do. I think I do. I think I. <laughs> yeah, but uh, a lot of people playing. Uh, uh, a lot of a lot of uh, my peeps down there in Texas play the uh, Mexican dominoes game, and uh, I think that comes with the bottle of tequila. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever game came with a bottle of tequila would surely be fun. Oh yeah. Clothes could be coming off at any time. That's right. But you know, one of the things you got to do, Matt, though, is uh, you got to think about the uh, the effect that games are having on your uh, on your uh, morality. Really? And uh, what they're what they're well, so these games can, can you know. 
bad games, immoral games like strip poker or stuff like that, they can have a bad effect on the on yeah, society. That's they true. can tear down right. the moral fiber of society. Right. And uh, luckily, this morning the Reverend Moneymaker is here with us, and uh, he gets a little long-winded, but uh, <laughs> he, uh, he 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 appears to be pretty passionate about this subject of uh, game playing and uh, the risks involved. Passion's his middle name. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Bobby Kraft on piano, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends. Welcome to Better Know Your Bible with the Reverend Moneymaker here on IWS Radio. Let's talk a little bit today about how to behave when you have friends and family over at your house for game night. Game night is a great tradition among families and friends. and People like to get together, but it's important to know how to act and how to behave. And of course, the Bible tells us. In 1 Timothy 3-4, it says, He must manage his own household well with all dignity keeping his children submissive. Letting your kids run wild, even in your own house, when there is company around, is very bad. And God doesn't like it. Children should not raise their voice, scream, run, or call attention to themselves unless it's an emergency. They most certainly should not chase the dog around the house screaming maniacally. That is just mean. Ephesians 5.18 tells us, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Now, by Spirit, he does not mean hard liquor. Oh no. He means the Spirit of God. Getting drunk on God is the only kind of drunk the Bible allows. So when you're playing your games, it is important not to let things get out of hand by drinking too much. That leads to real debauchery. Things like sinning. You might dance or sing or you might even have sex. That is a no-no, kids. And let's not let that happen, especially on game night. 1 Thessalonians 5.22 says very clearly, Abstain from every form of evil. Well, that really does cover it, doesn't it? God has a great way of making things simple for all of us so we can understand what He expects from us, no matter our level of intelligence. Abstain from every form of evil. Well, what is evil, you might ask? Well, honestly, if you have to ask, it probably is evil. That's a little rule I like to follow. It allows me to make sure that I don't engage in debauchery. Let's run down a few games you might play and determine whether or not they're evil. 
One of them is poker. Now we know that's evil because it's gambling. You're betting against your fellow man and you're playing mind games with him or her. I say or her because if you're already sinning, women will probably join in. Which is why men have to be careful. And don't let women join in games that would make them impure. Besides, why would they be playing a game when they're probably busy taking care of the children and making sandwiches? What about trivia? Well, certainly you could play Bible trivia. That would be a great game to play. But I'm afraid it's too risky to play regular trivia games because they begin asking questions about pop culture. Movies, books, TV shows, these are all probably unacceptable. After too many salacious questions, one might not be able to avoid the temptation to watch those dirty movies. And we don't want that. How about bingo? Well, now, bingo is mostly a harmless game. I know that it seems like a, a, a little bit of gambling. You maybe put up a little bit of money and maybe win some surprises. But remember, mostly people are gambling for Jesus. And we know that that's okay. We know it's okay to gamble or to play bingo at the church. But don't get carried away. Don't become addicted, because if you become addicted to gambling, then everything goes badly. You begin to drink heavily, you begin to do drugs, and eventually you'll become homeless, and you might fall victim to a lady of the evening. It's just entirely too much risk. How about dictionary? No, of course not. Why? because you would be tempted to draw something that looks like the naked breasts of a woman. Possibly your best friend's wife. Think about the trouble that would cause. Plus, wouldn't it be awful if you left those papers out and a child saw them? Monopoly! No. Greed is not good. And that teaches greed. Even if you agree that every third trip around the board, each player would have to tithe to the church, which is a, a nice thought, but it's still a game of greed. Well, I think you see, folks, that we could go through every game ever made, and you can see that it's going to be very difficult to find too many that are acceptable. And you just have to be so careful when you play games at home. Don't let things go too far. Don't give in to temptation. If you do, seek redemption immediately. Luckily, Jesus is very forgiving. If we are sincere in our desire to make amends for our debaucherous activities, thank you for allowing me to come into your homes and, and your hearts. Again, this wonderful week on this great show on Block Talk Radio called IWS Radio. This has been the Reverend Moneymaker. God bless. You're listening to the number one comedy show on BTR, IWS Radio.
I think that uh, I think Reverend Moneymaker needs to uh, use notes <laughs> when he try when he tries to wing it. He seems to just kind of wander along with no real uh, really destination he's in, in the mind. desert for forty years. <laughs> yep. Speaking of games, he just uh, gets. Jay, man, he just gets lost in the body of Christ. You, he, oh, he does. He does. He just you can't fall preaching the good word. He's preaching exactly. the good word. Yeah. And uh, speaking of games, Baltimore leads Cincinnati seven nothing, and uh, St. Louis leads Indianapolis seven nothing. Yeah. It's a shame we don't have slider to update on on that, but. Slider had a bad morning, too, man. <laughs> Slider, Slider had even more fun at the party last night, did he? <laughs> well, it wasn't so much that. Well, it was part, not really even partially that. Was, uh, he was waiting his turn while he was waiting for the uh, YouTube converter to come back up. Oh, very unfortunate. Yeah, well. Wait, waiting in yeah, line sure. and the clock ran out. But the clock's still going for people who would like to call in at 661-244-9852. Hell yes. What about gambling? Are you a gambler? Eh, As far as casinos and stuff, no. I mean, I like playing cards for money and stuff like that, but eh. I don't uh I don't play poker at casinos, but I will play blackjack. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy that. Play basic basic back blackjack strategy and hope that nobody uh at the table is a total amateur screwing everything up. Yeah. So I'll tell you what. One I don't hey, when you did you ever play Stratego when you were a kid? I think I played it a couple of times. Yeah. So you were into these strategy games. Axis uh, yeah, we were big. Yeah, all the Amazon Hill games, war games. Yeah. Love, love, risk. Love, 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 risk. Big Risk fan. Love Stratego. Stratego. It's Stratego. Milton Bradley's terrific game of strategy for two. Fast, easy to play, and exciting. You command captains, lieutenants, and colonels. You may capture an international spy. Or be destroyed by a hidden bomb. Capture the enemy's flag. And win the game. Stratego. Stratego. A strategy game from Milton Bradley. Mm-hmm. Well, now this is why you're you're so uh, good at uh, you know war strategy. Exactly. Mil- military strategy. You're kind of a, a military intellectual elite, and uh, so I am. That's why you uh, you few, were ready. Uh, you were ready to bomb Syria. <laughs> I was. I'm one of the few liberals who's also eh, kind of hawkish. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like death and destruction growing up. <laughs> we used to play a, a lot, lot of paintball ball. back then too. Oh yeah, a lot of shooting at people. Yep. 
by any laser tag, or did that come along after? That was, yeah, that's a little too modern. A little too modern. Well, yeah, I'm starting to develop arthritis back by then when laser tag (laughs) came around. (laughs) Well, you know, one of the big part of playing games is uh, playing mind games with people, too. Well, tell me about it. You know, you have to try to psych them out. Especially at this time of year. Yeah, well, there's that too. There's well, that's the, you know the passive aggressive family games. There, I'm just talking about trying oh, to psych boy. people out a little when you're playing the game. You know, make them make oh. them think okay. something bad's about to happen or they're doing the wrong thing. And you know, we used to uh, when I was in high school, we played I played golf. I was pretty pretty decent at mm-hmm. it. And right. uh, we used to play with uh, this older guy who uh, owned a jewelry store in town. His name was Richard, and uh, when we'd be playing, you could hear these birds. And the birds had this mm-hmm. kind of, they would go, uh-uh, uh-uh, like that. Well, he, he he called them the uh-oh birds. And so <laughs> when when we'd be, you know, lining up, getting ready to putt, just, just stand over the ball, and you could hear the bird, and you know, off in the distance, and he would go, uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> and then we we would miss. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> You know, that's kind of you know you get up there on the you know either two hundred yards away and you you know hit a three iron and then you knock it on the green and say that's ah, the biggest seven iron I've ever hit you know stuff like that you gotta <laughs> get, get people thinking that's right get people thinking thinking maybe their their distance is off I'm not sure you can use that for um, board games too. I, I used to use kind of an opposite effect. Uh, playing the Axis and Allies, and my empire is getting crushed. The Japanese are on the run. And I would say something like, <laughs> You are falling right into my grand plan. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I have I've only three infantrymen right left. <laughs> I've got you right where I want you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you play like you know when you're playing something like Go Fish, they throw a card down and you just kind of smile and oh, I can't believe you played that. <laughs> Take the card. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even if you didn't need it, just have a little fun yeah. at people, people's expense. That's right. You know? Get them worried, and then other times you can just you know, you can just bully them like Richie on Incognito. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just call them names, tell them they suck, tell them they're a pussy, you know, stuff like that. That always works great. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping he'd call in this week. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, they kind of like to get a little exclusive. Maybe get a little bit of, you know, a little inside information, what's going on there. Yeah. Apparently, uh, this has uh, grown to the, uh, apparently the coaches were involved. Some of the coaches were involved in this. I don't think right. they really told him to. I don't think they said, you know, hey, you know, use a bunch of racial slurs and uh, threaten his life and threaten his family's life. But they apparently yeah. did want to, you know, want him to toughen him up, toughen Frank Martin up. And uh, I think eventually what's going to happen is, the, you know, the league's investigating. They're going to have to call the uh, the coaches and the Miami general manager up to uh, 
up to New York, and they're going to have to ask him. Did you order the code red? <laughs> I was wondering what that was. <laughs> uh, very good. Well played. Did you order the code red? <laughs> I want answers. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> So anyway, there's that, there's that kind of thing, and a lot of uh, a lot of trying to psych people out in sports, you know, stand there, you know, guy getting ready to shoot free throws and toes on the line, mm-hmm. oh, made you made you look, you know, then you know, God, I hope you don't miss this. It's a big free throw, long ways. Oh, they did that in high school. It was fun watching Rhino. Rhino was pretty good at that. Yeah. You're not nervous, are you? Did he? (laughs) Well, yeah, because, you know, as a marginal athlete growing up, you had to pull out everything you had. And mine was (laughs) just... (laughs) (laughs) See if you can get in their head. Piss them off a little bit. That's right. Bring them down to my level, and then maybe I can make a play. (laughs) Get them on tilt, as they say in poker. Makes up for my lack of speed and strength. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, of course, there's TV game shows. Do you watch any TV uh, game shows, man? When I was young, and I'm talking uh, probably not even a teenager, eh, maybe early teens up until then, Oh, yeah, I watched them all. Price is Right. Match Game. That was always a good one. That came on right when I got home from school. Match Game game was great. Yeah. Fanny (laughs) Flag. Nipsey Russell. Nelson Riley. Nipsey Russell. Yeah. Late, great Nipsey Russell. Yeah, I watched (laughs) those games. I watched Tic-Tac-Doe. Watched the Hollywood Squares with uh, Ohio's own Paul Lind. In the middle square. That's right. Yeah. Paul. Tic-tac-doe with the late, the late great Wink Martindale, J-Man. Absolutely. You can, you can, if you can find out a little bit about him there at the uh, IWSRadio.com today. He's one of our persons of the week. Yes. Yeah. And you can go back to Saturday and look at, look at a, read a transcript of Jay talking to me, uh, during his Nanacritus funeral. Yeah. Sitting there in the corner, whispering <laughs> into my phone to my mobile uh, device. Yeah. <laughs> or what have you. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's kind of hilarious. As everybody was going in, you could hear people saying, cell phones off, cell phones off. Why don't you just leave it in the car? Can you leave your cell phone in the car for 35 minutes? Really? People, <laughs> but yeah, I used to I love Hollywood Squares, man. Paul Lynn, oh yeah, you know, good. Peter Marshall hosting, and you know, they can uh, can two little people have a regular size kid? And Paul would say, "Well, you can, but there goes the act." <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
and Remote Control on MTV with Ken Ober hosting. Yeah, I, I did you ever watch that show? That you post, and, oh, posted that today. And Kari Wurr, who is his co-host. Oh my gosh, that was that's one hot chick right there. Pretty cute. She kind of looks like Susanna Hoffs. A little, a little bit. A little bit, and boy, do I love Susanna Hoff. Oh, yeah. Those Jewish girls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Dad, I was wondering, now that you brought up game shows, I wonder who Party Marty, if he watched any game shows. Well, I don't know. We should call him and find out. Find out that. <laughs> it, we'll find out if, he, if he's even still alive. Uh-huh. See how the head, old, the old head is feeling this morning. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, the person you are trying to reach has a voicemail <laughs> box that has not been set up yet. Please try your call again later. Of Goodbye. Okay. Goodbye. We'll do that. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> eh, well, that's a shame. Still, still, still struggling to, to get any cooperation around here. I know. Oh, man. Hmm. What the hell is wrong with you people? I know. <laughs> Gosh. And we're pro- approaching the bottom of the hour now. We still have 30 minutes to go here on I'm the Stupid. And you can still call in at 661-244-9852. And I tell you, Matt, I have done a pretty exhaustive study because I enjoy watching game shows. And I am pretty sure that the stupidest people who can get onto game shows get onto the family feud. (laughs) Yes. Say if if you can't if you're not smart enough to get on Wheel of Fortune or Tic Tac Doe or you know Twenty One or any of those games, then you can you can get yourself uh-huh. on the Family Feud. And uh, yeah, we have a few uh, a few examples of uh, of the brilliance of the contestants on Family Feud over the years. Excellent. Tell me the man's name that starts with the letter K. Kentucky Fried Chicken. During what month of pregnancy does a woman begin to look pregnant? September. Name a place on your body that a doctor might look in with a little flashlight. But. Name a place on your body that a doctor might look in with a little flashlight. But. Term that means wife. Bitch. Oh. Name something that's better than being rich. Poor. I mean, something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Rob. Ducky Grandma. Next, huh? An article of clothing the children are always losing. Their pants. Besides a bird, something in a bird cage. Hamster. Name a part of the body that gets bigger as adults get older. Pretty penis. We asked 100 men. Name a part of your body that's bigger than it was when you were 16. Your penis. Name part of the telephone. The bottom part. Name something a teenage boy can do for hours at a time. Masturbate. 
Name an animal with three letters in its name. Frog. Something that comes with a summer storm. Snow. Name an animal with three letters in its name. Alligator. Something Russia's famous for, Bob. Russians. Aside from a house or a car specifically, what is the most expensive thing you own? Wendy? A car. Name something normally worn only by children. Michael. Clothes. Something you squeeze. Peanut butter. Name something a husband asks his wife to carry for him in her purse. Sunglasses. Sunglasses. Condoms. Name something you might buy that could turn out to be phony. Yeah, a horse. A reason you might stay indoors on a beautiful day. Because it's raining? Something that falls from the trees, Jackie. About bird <laughs> A yellow fruit. Orange. Name something in your house you would yell out if it stopped working. Probably spouse. Something new mothers spend most of their time doing. Sleeping. Sleeping. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Name an animal whose eggs you'd probably never eat for breakfast. Hamster. Name something that gets passed around. Chris. A joint. Name something men wear to bed, Margaret. A nightcap. A nightcap, Jeff. Sweatsuit. Sweatsuit A.W. Nightcap. Nightcap, Elizabeth. Condoms. A condom! Apartment in a supermarket. Lingerie. Name a day of the year when you really want to be with friends. December. Name something you wouldn't want the police to find in the trunk of your car. It tickles. <laughs> Name a time that most people get up. In the morning. A time most people go to bed. At night. Something you put in tea. A tea bag. This is Dick Cheney, and if you're not listening to RWS Radio, then you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Speaking of war games... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> A little Dick Cheney action there. And I bet I could beat him in action. Sometimes. You probably could. Yeah. He's not much of a strategist. No, he's not. <laughs> A little overconfident. Really, it's his problem. He's like, this game will take me about 16 minutes to whip your ass. Yeah. Uh, Four days later, he's still losing badly. Yeah, kind of and after I beat you, you'll you'll see me as a liberator. Uh huh. You'll bring me flowers, you little punk. That's right. Punk. <laughs> you know, we were talking earlier about people. You know, the, being super competitive. You know, the killers going after it. And that's okay. It's all well and good, except that, man, they sure can ruin a good game of backyard touch football. You know, those guys, oh, yeah. those guys that, you know, you're out there and, they're, you know, oh, you're just out there just having fun, just running around, you know, running some passing routes, you know, and kind of throws the ball that's a little behind you, you know, you don't quite come up with it. He's like, you got to catch that. you got to catch that, man. Come on. <laughs> Not the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> <laughs> or you're out there playing basketball, you know, you're out there just shooting some baskets and then like, yeah, you need another one, play some three on three and 
Hey, your guy gets a rebound. He starts screaming at you. You got to block out. Come on. Let's hustle. <laughs> hey, hey you those people. There was a uh, fraternity league, a flag, a flag football fraternity league in Bowling Green. And, oh, my God. I never met so many people who were disappointed that they never got signed as a recruit. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like football. People have settled down here. Uh-huh. Woo. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually played intramural. Yeah. Washed up high school greats. They probably high school high star, school averages. Yeah. Uh, high school averages probably. <laughs> they probably weren't even there. Yeah, God. Yeah, I, I played flag football, intramural flag football, my freshman year of college, and we were playing against one team, and something happened on the play, and man, one of the guys was screaming at the other, "You ran the wrong route. The Z receiver runs a four, and the Y receiver." Oh God, you guys are oh, kidding me! Cause, you know, we were just no, like, you know, <laughs> hey Chuck, <laughs> you know. Run a you know run a little slant of some kind or something, okay? <laughs> Everybody else go deep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and they were over here, you know. You got to run, you know. You run an in and out. It clears out the safety, and then you bring the tight end on the drag uh-huh. across the middle. <laughs> <laughs> they were printing out plays. They had a little playbook. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> They, had, they even had defensive plays. They were signaling in plays from the sideline. <laughs> and a guy over there, you know, doing the little signal. <laughs> and, <laughs> say, we, need, we need seven on offense, seven on defense. We need about five reserves. And we need an offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator. <laughs> That's right. And a trainer. Yeah, get them to stand in the back of a truck so they can get the, you know, the view of the whole field and see what's going on and call you on your walkie-talkie. <laughs> then you could have one, have some guy say, hey, Richie, Joe over there is not tough enough. Toughen him up. Come on, Richie, get, get after on him. him. Get after him, would you? I don't like the they way you go get your quarterback. Plate. Yeah. And, of course, I was over there. You know, every time we'd get in the huddle and I'd say, you know, 65 power trap left. Let's go. <laughs> like Hank Stram. <laughs> and they'll end I'll never film. forget. We, we had gotten so bad we started running the option. Because not only were we, not only were we the Lambda Chi flag football team, we were the B team. We weren't even the A team. No one could catch. No one could do anything. And so they made me quarterback, and we ran the option. And I'll never forget Billy Anvilhead Thielman. Perfect play. We got I'm getting Some dude's getting ready to pull my flag, so I pitch it to him right at the last second. He's not even looking. It just bounces off his shoulder. <laughs> He's running straight down the field to block someone who's not even there. Uh-huh. Classic. Yep. That's the way it's done. Yeah, that's right. And if I didn't and if I didn't suggest we run the sixty five power trap, I would say, let's do it. Let's run the bum the fumble rooski right here. Fumble rooski. Let's right. do it. <laughs> yeah, take the snap, put the ball on the ground. 
Everybody roll one way. The center grabs the ball and goes the other. Let's do it. They never would. We we tried one time. We tried to run one fake punt, you know, where you, you know, put the ball between the legs of the up back and then, (laughs) and then the punter leaps in the air like the ball. Well, yeah, well, it didn't, no, it didn't. It did not work out very sophisticated. <laughs> You're supposed to snap it to the up back. The the punter leaps in the air like the ball's gone over his head, and then the up back puts the ball between the uh, other up back's legs. And while everybody chases after the ball, the the guy takes off running. But uh, I don't. Know, the ball was bounding around, and people were diving at it. <laughs> and the punter finally like tried to kick it while it was on the ground, and. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, we were uh, sponsored by Chico's Bail Bonds. <laughs> That's right. Very good. <laughs> and coached by the late great Walter Matthau. That's right. <sighs> yep. But I did. I had. I did have fun in college when we'd go play basketball. I liked. I liked doing that as long as people weren't just too too crazy about it, you know, you know, setting, yeah. oh, we got to set screens and, you know, you need to post uh, your man up and, okay, sure thing, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Who's my man? <laughs> I did have somebody yell at me to, uh, to block one guy <laughs> out one time. So, uh, the next time somebody took a shot, I just grabbed him and shoved him off the floor. <laughs> like, hey, I blocked him out. There you go, man. There you go. Australia, yes, Australian rules basketball. Uh-huh. And, of course, that would be a problem with that is that there's always, you know, likes to fight guy out there, right? <laughs> you throw one, you know, one little elbow and he's ready to throw right there. Let's go. <laughs> That's the only reason he's playing. Yep. Looking to get after somebody. You know who else is always trying to get after somebody, don't you, Jimmy? Who? Paul Pipe. Damn right he is. Trying to get after your heart and soul. Well, he's getting after you on an intellectual level. Exactly. He's got a little something to say this week. Poetry and such with Paul Pyatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings to all of you discerning drinkers of the warm and aromatic coffee of life. That is IWS Radio. Renowned poets and IWS literary editor, Paul Byatt here, bringing you some of today's finest in the world of poetry, prose, and people. Today, during our journey along the solid boulevard of words made magical and life's pentameters made iambic, I offer unto you a poem from the timeless and legendary poet, John Milton Bradley, from his 2008 book, The Hungry, Hungry Hippos of Illinois Avenue, here is Do Not Pass Go. When she entered the parlor, her beauty struck me like a battleship. Upon our initial eye contact, she had a monopoly on every feeling I felt. My lustful heart palpitated in a topsy-turvy rhythm of shoots and ladders. I feared not that my surrender to her would be trouble, nor did I fear the risk. My logic 
Upon nearing her, evaporated, leaving me childlike in some magical type of candy land. My casual indifference and devil-may-care demeanor were mere charades. As for her, my heart and soul fell like dominoes. I yearned for her from the onset, longed to hold her in my arms, perhaps be her dream date, and then reason rushed back into my mind as I asked of myself, would I be sorry if I announced my desires? Do I dare chance randomly spinning the wheel of life? Would my attempts for her amorous reciprocity be but a trivial pursuit? There was but one way to know. So I approached my objet de mort and asked her, My dear, you are a beauty, above all beauty. Would you like to join me in a game of hearts? In her raspy, yet alluring voice, and with the clarity and curtness of a magic eight ball, she answered, Go fish. Do not pass go. By John Milton Bradley. And for now, as I travel the road less traveled, pop it. You're listening to I'm With Stupid on the BTR Network. Yep. Just, just like you said, J-Man, games sometimes can be hurtful. Can be. Can be sometimes, but Paul Pyatt's there to... Uh, I was just saying, Paul Pyatt's there to explain it all to you. To yeah, he is, and give it to you, present it, it to you. Yeah, right. And then John Milton Bradley's poem there. If mm-hmm. the uh, people in the chat room and those listening, he mentioned 15 games. I don't know if those people can, you know, recognize all the game games, but they're in there. They're there. Well, little game. Pay attention. Little if game you're paying for them. attention. Yeah. yeah. This is the yeah, who's paying it. This is the who's paying attention game. That's like right. Here. There's 15 of them, and maybe they could go back like 10 times and listen to it in archives to see if they. Be, yeah, that would be the thing to do. Yeah. At least ten times each. Every day. Oh, yeah. Exactly. We would do it for them. Until next Sunday. We, yeah. Oh, hell yes, yeah. we would. Yeah. Because that's that's the kind of game we'll play. You know, you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours. Type. Yeah, it's called the friendship game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're willing to play it. We're good at it. Some people not so much. That's right. Some nope. people not so much. They don't want to play friend, friendship game with us, but you know, that's okay. That's okay. That's all right. You know who does play it with us, J Man? Who's that? That would be uh Sonny. Hallo ihr Lieben, hier spricht die Sunny und ich liebe die IWS Radio Show. Hi there, this is Sunny speaking and I just love, love, love the IWS Radio Show. Happy Oktoberfest, Bad and Jay. She could play any game she wants with me. Oh. She makes me want to go out and burn down the Reichstag. 
Uh-huh. I think I can I can probably think of a few games I'd like to play with her. Yeah. Maybe like one play. called Blitzkrieg. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it could be fun. I'd like to invade her beaches. <laughs> and Germany has I'm, some I'm legendary like, beaches. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd, like, I'd, like, I'd like to occupy her territory. Uh-huh. I would, impo- I would impose J-Man law on her or something. <laughs> How much time is left in this show? <laughs> 11 minutes, okay. <laughs> 11 minutes. Well, actually, eight, Jake, because, you know, we got our ending song, our tie things yep. up. Yep, the ending song, and that's over. Oh, that's well over. So that's three and a half, so. I'll tell you what, though, Jake. Now, if you, if you did want to get your naughty business on with Sonny, I know what, what at least one person would say. I know nothing. Right. <laughs> Wouldn't have to worry about him telling on me. No. Yep. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, I kind of needed that. <laughs> uh-huh. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, that'd be good times right there. But I guess, uh-huh. I guess she's married. I guess she's married, right? Yeah, yeah, she's married. So, so. Yeah, well, I'm happy for him. Oh, good for you! <laughs> you know, I, I just, uh, you know, another reason I need to shave my head, J-Man? <laughs> Why is that? I have headset hair now. There's going to be this big divot <laughs> in the middle of my, top of my head. <laughs> well, luckily you don't have uh, headset ear itch. No, because I had that once, if you remember correctly. I remember that. Yeah. That oh was, my god, that was that fun. Was awful. I could hear. Yeah, because it was just all this going on. <laughs> exactly. These, th- this set is much more softer and more supple. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I got a pretty fancy set. It's a Microsoft set, USB. Really? It doesn't have the two little plugs. It's you know, it's pretty. Oh, wow! Pretty fancy, pretty high end. Well, well, here in the studio, I do now in the uh, backup auxiliary studio. It's the older set, and that's why Bobby and the Reverend didn't sound as good as they usually do. But that's okay. Huh. So you don't have I the like two Bob, plugs, like, huh? Does your headset have two plugs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that... And that was... <laughs> from our uh, mic test That's that we did. <laughs> which was a private show. Which also... In, uh, had things like this. Can can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. I can hear you. 
There we go. <laughs> like a couple uh, of professionals. Uh, yep. And the greatest thing about that was, after doing that little <laughs> ten-minute private show mic test, it suddenly uh-huh. hit you, Matt, and which is really hilarious that it still didn't. It still didn't hit me that for three years <laughs> we've talked about we've talked about <laughs> recording the show prep so that we could use some of it as audios during the during the their show. And uh, it never <laughs> never occurred to us that we could just use it through a private show <laughs> and record it that way. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, slow geniuses. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> See that ended That's up our, being perfect for slow geniuses. <laughs> yeah, it's a swamp thing. Uh, sounds uh-huh. or the uh, predator, maybe predator. Yeah. <laughs> So uh so anyway uh, uh folks out there going to you're gonna, you're in for a real tweet starting next week. <laughs> we're going to we're going to schedule a uh a private show for our, yeah. our show prep thing and we're going to record it and then we can download it and edit it up and uh use the audio and files ma- and uh and maybe, maybe just play maybe. that show and not have to be here. <laughs> and maybe just uh maybe just you know put the whole thing on there and it may last 45 minutes or so. You may not even realize we're mm-hmm. not live. We'll be sitting uh-huh. here with our feet up, shooting the breeze, taking it easy. Yeah. You know, when you edit out all the dead air, you know, dead air then uh, that'll take the two-hour show down to 45 minutes. <laughs> well, uh-huh. that and, and when we edit out all of the uh, you know offensive remarks we make about different people. <laughs> yes, we have to cut those out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the things we might, you know, might like to do with people, the games we'd like to play with certain people. Yeah. Uh, the one-on-one games. Like, maybe there's somebody out there I'd like to play Alamo with. You know, I'll lay siege to her for 13 days. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So I, want, I want Rob Ford. I want Rob Ford to come out with a board game. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, he's probably got a drinking. He's already invented a few drinking games. Yeah, I'm sure he has. Most of them are, you know, drinking alone, probably. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. When you pass go, take a hit of crack, something like that. Yeah. Okay, that's it. We're done. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. We are. I think we're okay. Well, Jay, man, we're gonna wrap it up with a little bit of the spinners from 1975. Pick of the litter. Sweet. This is when music was great. If it'll play, we will. There we go.